Hey, welcome back to episode seven of Things That Matter podcast. Today we are covering Sunday, June 18th, day eight in the burn unit. This just so happened to be Father's Day. I'm going to forewarn you that this is an interactive episode at a certain point into the messages. I'm going to have you pause and then head over to my blog. Click on day eight and there's a video at the very top of the blog that you're going to need to watch before you continue. No need to worry. I will guide you along the way. I don't have much to say beforehand, so we are going to jump right into the messages for day eight. I just wanted to tell you guys that um, it, yesterday was an amazing day. You know, we had talked about the night before how, you know, we really um, went into praying about, you know, the infections or the, the bacteria in Jason's body when we got to the hospital. Oh, excuse me. found out that um, one of the tubes that were draining fluid out of his lungs removed out of the left lung because it wasn't draining any longer. Hallelujah. I can't remember if they ended up removing the one out of his right lung yesterday as well, yesterday evening, or if they were moving it today. Also, he was taken off all of his blood pressure medicines because his blood pressure was so low because the bacteria, bacterial infections. And it's like, thank you, Lord. And when we were telling you that he had like 11 bags that intravenously going into him last night when we stood and uh, with Amanda while she was in there with Jason, four or five instead of 11. That's amazing. So good. He had a good day. He rested all day. I guess he was a little restless, restless when his dad was in there trying to communicate. But um, everybody's been kind of leaving him a bee since then to just let him sleep. Um, oh, yeah. His fever is gone. His fever is gone. Thank you, Lord. Now, the one nurse last night was telling us that, you know, he still has some organisms that are... Uh, on him, you know, in his blood, they're definitely there, but it's like, okay, well, they're there in the natural, but they've already been seared, killed, and burned in the supernatural, so they aren't going to show up for much longer. Just thank you, Lord, that the manifested realization or reality of clean blood manifests itself now, even now, even now. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus supernatural life giving force the blood of jesus flows through his veins hallelujah oh, amanda's doing amazing she looks amazing her spirits are high a lot of people were visiting yesterday jeff pastor Harmon came and it was just wonderful that he came thank you so much carolyn and gary for having um jeff and Karen Wells sent them our way because when he got there, he didn't know a thing. All he knew was that um, there had been a fire and this lovely couple was in the burn unit and could he, could he go? And so he came and instantly, you know, I just loved him. I loved him instantly. When I was leaving the hospital yesterday afternoon, you know, his brother Regan and Shayna and Jay were there and they were just going on about, oh my gosh, their story is so amazing. And, and Jay and Shayna are spirit-filled Christians and they are just like, 
it's amazing what God is doing. You can just feel when you're reading the story, you can just feel the Holy Spirit that, you know, the special bond that's permeating between them two. And everybody is so excited to see what's happening. You can, you just know that the Lord is, is doing wonderful things and that, you know, I mean, so those of you who have seen the pages and, and what's happening, you, you feel, you know, the, the same thing that God is doing something here that is, that is bigger than just Jason and Amanda. It's, it's for, so many more people and it's for ultimately the glory of God. And that's exactly the point right there. It is for the ultimate glory of God and, uh, and just to touch lives and, and to bring freedom, salvation to many. Um, anyway, I need to, to get up and start getting ready so we can go over and Amanda really wanted to send some kind of a, a video message that if you could play so she could say happy Father's Day to her father, but don't know how we could do that. Maybe through Voxer. Um, we're ahead of you an hour, so maybe if we could get over there and she can Vox a video to you. We could see if they could put it up there. Anyway, and again, I'm I'm expecting I'm I'm expecting even better news when we go over to see Jason. Every day the swelling goes down, and they're they're hoping um, soon. And I don't know how soon soon is, but they're hoping soon to be able to pull out his uh, intubation tube and to do um, the trach. Because even if the, the throat is still swollen, it'll be above the tracheotomy site. And the trach site will be low enough to where, you know, they can still have a, a clear pathway for breath and for life support if they needed it. And also to be able to do anything else that they might need in his lungs, which um, that, that pathway is still there. And then once he, and I don't know how long it takes after that, but once you've had the trach in for a little bit, then they start teaching him how to close it with the hand so he can talk. So he'd be able to talk then. And also it's just, it's much more comfortable having the trach in than it is um, the intubation. Anyway, love you all. And if I think of anything else, uh, we will um, put it in. I, I did um, update that, you know, that the caring page that we put together for Amanda, so it will be a lifeline for her right now to pay for her room in the suite because she's got to stay here. She's got to buy clothing and food, and then she's going to have things that she's going to need for Jane also. Let me see. I'm gapping. Where was I? But anyway, okay, so we're just praying for... Um, for more news when we get in there that every day that there's something better every day that there's something new because when I walked into the room and asked the nurse or I didn't walk into the room Stanley, she just said he had a great night he had a great night and it was like Lord that's what we want nobody's ever said he's had a great night before so that's what we're believing for another great night I'm hoping to be able to share that with you really soon so uh, love you all and I'll keep sharing as I remember. Um, oh, oh, yeah. See, I'm back capping again. The the page, the sharing page for Jason and Amanda. Oh, my gosh, it's been amazing. It's over $15,000 that she's going to have direct access to. So that way she can get a couple of things. She had to buy contacts. She was completely, all of her contacts were burned. So she's needing a couple little things. And it's it's just comforting to her to her. Anyway, but I tried to share an update last night on the page because 
put in there about Gloria and John, the, the neighbors that were the, the other lifeline that the Holy Spirit had them there to just get them there. They knew exactly what to do because she was a nurse. And so it took us four hours her and I in between doctors and things that she needed to do and then talking over it and rewording it. And we really want to get an update on there for so many people because there's not been a word said. So we're trying to get that up there. And we just said, okay, Maya and I were like, okay, we're just going to go to bed and sleep on it and just pray that we can get the update on this morning. So, um, but it was still, it's powerful enough to know how God used them. So, and it's also to say thank you to everybody on that page. Um, I am going to go this time. So I love you. And um, just if you have any questions, please get right back at me because um, I have it right by me. And every time I can answer it, when I hear the little bleep bleep go off, um, I try. So um, love you all. Um, all right. So at this point, I'm going to have you pause and head over to jasonandamandareese.org. Click on day eight on the blog. It will show up right on the main page. You won't have to search for it. Watch the video at the very top of the blog post before you continue. My sister Cassie helped coordinate a live stream so that way I could surprise my dad. And you'll notice he's right on stage, front and center for the surprise. Carolyn, the one who opens up in the video, she's actually the one who put together this whole Voxer group for my mom. Take a quick pause, go watch the video, and then come on back to listen to the rest. Okay, I know it's late again. Um, just got back to my hotel um, a few minutes ago, and I wanted to let you know that today was another great day. Um, you found out that um, Amanda is being released, and so I actually had to give her a shower today because it was like I had to go into training mode all of a sudden. Woo! So it's great. It, it's great. She's going to be spending tomorrow night over here with me. They're moving me to um, a disabled room, and an accessible room, because um, we have to have a walk-in shower because I actually have to get into the shower with her to bathe her. So anyway, that's great news. And they, I told you that they'd taken him off the medications, and then they had changed his uh, medicine. They put him on Dilaudid. And it has just been wonderful for him. And I, I might have even said that this morning because Dilaudid kind of like slowly brings you to that place of pain relief and it lasts a very, very long time. And then it just slowly moves out. So it's not like a harsh slam with that because all the other drugs that they've been giving him has been just slamming him. And he's been so restless. And yet the Dilaudid, he's been so peaceful absolutely peaceful the last couple days and okay get this this is absolutely amazing amanda got to go in with jason tonight it was about 10 o'clock and she was in there with him for about 15 10 20 minutes and amanda i mean maya and i were watching and he opened up his eye he opened up the eye of he you know she was speaking to him and she said it was immediate as soon as she started speaking to him his eye opened and it was jason and it wasn't cloudy it was clear and she says it was his beautiful hazel eye and it was just focused on her and 
And um, she looked up and she just started crying, you know, and then she was just in there praying for him. And she was just calling upon that anointing that was within her and calling on that, uh, the oil that Cassie and everybody's been praying about the anointing from inside of her and the oil of healing to flow over him. And she walked around him in the bed and just prayed over him, touching him everywhere and speaking with him. And um, it was just absolutely beautiful. It was amazing. His fever is completely gone. Everything, he's still off of the, all that other medicine. So it, everything is good. And he is he's scheduled for surgery again in, in the morning. And so um, I'm understanding a little bit more each time we go along. Okay, so when he goes in for surgery in the morning, he's going in at 7.30. He, they haven't, you know, looked at, the graphs because they needed they've been covered for these five days they will when they take him in tomorrow they will uncover and then we are believing in jesus name like terry said the great reveal or or the the unveiling um and and also like that um when they unveil and unwrap him tomorrow we are believing for that testimony of that 100 percent graft and that beautiful flesh we're believing that and we're claiming it in jesus name because he's already gone before and he's already showed it he's already given visions and he's already said it he's it, he's already promised so so we're believing that the other thing what they're doing is because his skin where they've taken those grafts his own skin to put in those areas that skin needs 14 days to heal before they can take another graft from it again it takes 14 days for the skin to grow back and regenerate before it can be removed again so they are going to tomorrow when they re reveal that then they're going to scrub his body they're going to scrub his face and his neck and they're going to go to the other areas that they haven't yet and i think what they're going they're, they're going to use the integra you know i told you they have the integra that is kind of like that um almost a gel type substance that um, will lay over the the burns and then it's kind of a mesh and it'll allow the skin to grow up through it and work around it um, then there's also the cadaver skin and both of them are temporary the body will will um, will um, reject the cadaver skin and it'll be there for it could be there for a couple days it could be there for a week but the body eventually rejects that. We're just buying time. With the Integra, it's just kind of like a foundational system. And they want to do that because you get an excellent result when you do skin grafting on top of the Integra because it's a, a really perfect foundation. Like our foundation and our cornerstone is in Christ. When it comes to skin grafting, you want Integra. That's um, a good foundation for the skin grafting. So I believe they're going to take some skin off of his head, top of his head or um, somewhere, and they're, they're going to use that to graft in some other areas. They're going to take as much as they can of the skin that he has left on his body to graft, and then after they, they've done all that they can, then they're going to lay the Integra everywhere else.
and then they will um, I get it's really interesting too because they were explaining what's going to happen during the surgery there is going to be probably a team of 15 people in the room tomorrow when they get them in there there's a team that will remove the bandages and tend the um, the grafts and then there's a team that's going to be scraping and scrubbing his skin and then while there are those that are preparing the grafts to be removed from one area there are going to be some that are going to be preparing the integra for the other and then there's going to be a team that is going to be just removing staples staples because there are staples all over him holding the grafts in so there but and then and that's aside from you know your surgeons and your anesthesiologists and everybody else that needs to be in there the plastic surgeons the burn surgeons so the, he's going to have a team of about 15 people and at the same time they're going to have um physical therapy in there and they are going to be immediately exercising him like his face they will manually be exercising his face to get to keep it pliable and supple every finger they'll stretch the fingers they'll pull the palms back they'll move the head they are constantly stretching and moving his bodies in a certain way to keep every time that skin grows so the skin is not tight and so it doesn't become hard and rigid and so they are constantly it's amazing um, what they're talking about the detail down to the tiniest little thing that happens the surgery and and that's going to happen tomorrow and then just like before once again you know, he'll go back. Well, he's, you know, he's still medically in critical and acute condition. But once again, after that, 48 hours will be, that's the, the goal to be. The first 24 and then the second 24. And then they start over again. And But they are believing that one week from tomorrow, so one week from Monday, he will be able to go in for his next surgery. And at that point, they will be able to take um, grafts again from the areas that they originally grafted from, I think, which was the back of his thighs and his calves um, around there. So, And then they'll be able to cover a little bit more of his skin. They'll be able to remove the Integra from where it is, where it's building that good foundation and they'll be able to lay his skin there, which which will be awesome because the first grafts didn't have the benefit of, you know, the uh, Integra. There was also something else that I was going to say about the, the surgery, trying to remember what it was, just kind of went in and out, but... Hmm. Gosh, it was it was almost like it was another piece of good news. How could I forget good news? Oh, oh, this isn't what I was trying to remember, but this was something else that was extremely important. Um, today she had um, a nurse named Michael, and she reminded him and Maya of a friend that they had in Minnesota, and they just called him Michael Michaels. And Michael Michaels actually came and visited us in Oregon, and so I had the pleasure of meeting this young man, and he was pretty awesome. And this, this young man, this nurse, actually was a lot like um, Michael Michaels, and his name was Michael, so they were just calling him that. And he is a Christian as well. And what we didn't know is that 
when Jason had those three platelets um, blood transfusions the other night, that Michael Michaels was the nurse in there that was ministering that and changing the bags. And while he was in there, he was praying over Jason and he was telling, uh, he was speaking words of encouragement to him and he was praying and quoting scripture over him. And he kept telling him, you need to fight because you need to live and you need to live for your wife. And it was just amazing. And of course he told it better. I'm not telling it right. I'm getting the story wrong. But when he told us that story, we just all started crying the Mayan Mandanai because he told us that story tonight and it was like oh my gosh while he was going through that in the middle of the night he had a believer in the room with him and Jason was acknowledging because as as Michael was was speaking the word to him and as Michael was saying things to him as he walked around the bed and he's replacing these bags Jason was was moving his head up and down up and down he was agreeing in the spirit with him and so it was just it was pretty awesome anyway it's a big big day tomorrow i've moved into a two-person suite maya's leaving um jason's having surgery amanda's being discharged i have to get a whole bunch of supplies from the clinic and then i'm gonna have to at some point go and get some some extra little sweaters and stuff from her because she has to completely hide herself from the sun she's got to wear the black hat that maya that you see her in the picture she's got to be covered so i have i have a sweater that will cover her to get her across the street here but then i'm gonna have to have one of them reese boys take me shopping to get her some clothes to wear but um it's a good day it was a very good day and um, we just give Jesus all the praise. We just praise, we just praise him. I'm so grateful from a grateful heart because he is mighty God. He is mighty God and there is none like him. And there is no other name above the name of Jesus. We just praise him and we give him all the glory, all the glory because he is a good God and he is faithful. He is faithful. Well, I'm going to be done. So I love you all and thank you so much. And um, we'll keep you updated tomorrow. So in between these messages, the boxer group, and especially in the morning, everyone was texting back and forth to try and coordinate me getting up on the live stream. And my sister Cassie was a big help in that. All the messages were kind of short and back and forth, but I just have two boxers here to read. One from Terry and one from Jody that were texted to the group in between these messages. So Terry says, Amanda, you did so well, referring to the live stream earlier that day at church. Thanking God in advance for tomorrow's big reveal for Jason. And a message from Jody. Praise the Lord, Christy. What an excellent update. Thank you, Jesus, for praying nurses and Amanda being released and Jason opening that one eye. Thank you for sharing these very cool stories. I hope you guys are keeping track of them all somehow. And we will be praying for Amanda's sleep. And then my mom had sent a picture of Jason to the group. And Jody says, thank you, Christy. I'm grateful. I feel like I can lay hands on the picture of Jay while praying for him from afar. It really helps. 
Okay, yes, Jody, that was amazing. It's that one eye, that one eye that just laser focus on her, and it was just, it was such, it was, it was just, it was so good. But the other thing I wanted to tell you, Maya's leaving in the morning, and these nurses are so incredible. It was so awesome because Maya and Manda are having a slumber party tonight and there were so many people coming and going from her room and all day people just kept coming and coming and coming and coming which which was good but um they asked if maya could spend the night with amanda tonight since their last night and they were trying to find a chair that you know or a cot so this more this evening at about probably eight or eight thirty a whole group of nurses, all of the nurses in the burn the burn unit, they just came through the door and they brought her in a hospital bed. They said, you know what? We just decided that the heck with this. We couldn't find a cot and you weren't gonna sleep in one of those chairs, so we're just gonna give you a hospital bed and we're gonna put you right up next to your best friend. So that was another thing. It was just the greatest, it was just great. So um, I'm going to send you guys a little picture of Maya and Mandy in their beds. They even brought them matching, semi-matching blankets so they could cover up with. So it's just the cutest thing. We didn't get, I didn't get a picture of all the nurses in there, but I did get a picture of May, who was her nurse last night and is her nurse tonight. And May is um, this young gal who, um, you know, Amanda had woken up last night in the middle of the night because um, she heard the window breaking out at her house and she heard the fire and then she heard Jason um, scream. And so it woke her up and she was, it was very real. She was having a flashback. And so she pushed her button because she was just sobbing and May came in and sat with her and she says, okay. She said, Amanda, tell me this amazing story from the beginning. And so Amanda, she sat there with Amanda for, you know, about a good hour. And Amanda was just telling her all about everything. And May at the end, she said, you know, I am not a religious person, but it's obvious that whatever you're doing and how you're praying to God that you need to keep doing because it's working, you know, and even tonight we were able to just share more about the testimony and the love of God with her just through what he's doing here. And so it, it, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to see the seeds being planted and uh, we may or may not be able to um, water and sow any of these seeds by the time we're here, but we know that they're being planted, that's for sure. Well, and I guess we're planting and watering. You know, hopefully we'll be able to sow some too, but if not, we know that that um, it's been good ground and the Lord's prepared it well. And um, there will be a harvest um, at some point. And whether we're involved in that or not, we are still all of us, every single one of us, you know, all everybody who's praying, everybody who's believing, it's just, it's just so, it's awesome. But okay, I really am saying good night now. Good night. All right, that does it for the Voxer messages. If you haven't already done so, head back to the blog and you can take a look at some of the photos from the day. See the pictures of Maya and I in our hospital beds. She opted out of wearing the hospital gown, and I don't blame her. Maya and I, even to this day, we will never pass up an opportunity to have a slumber party. Granted, 
costs a little bit more money these days because we don't live in the same state. But this was just a really neat experience to be able to have her there with me. Oh, I don't know how to articulate it. It was just really neat to see all the nurses just wheeling a bed. It was just like it was fun for everybody. And we picked out the old school Mary Kate Nashley movies and the Lizzie McGuire movies. We just figured if we're doing a slumber party, let's go way back to childhood. So <laughs> we watched all the movies that we used to and we laughed. We may or may not have gotten into a laughing fit while, <laughs> while using the remote control on the bed, <laughs> raising ourselves up and down and folding each other in half. Oh, we just decided to laugh as much as we possibly could and soak up every minute we could together. It actually helped having someone sleep next to me too, because by this point, it was like clockwork. My body at three o'clock every single morning. If I was able to fall asleep, my body relived the heat, the smell, I could hear everything, really intense flashbacks. So it was helpful having Maya there. So at least when I woke up, I wasn't panicking and just helped make my my last night in there nice because there was this um, kind of this bittersweet feeling that I had. And just to remind you, when I was admitted... They originally said that I could be in there for up to two months, depending on my healing. And we were watching the healing on my shoulder and on the tops of my hands and a couple places on my forearm to see if I was going to need any grafts. To hear that I was getting discharged was a shock to us all. While that was my goal the whole time was to be discharged because I just wanted to get better so that I could help Jason get better. I also had this goal that... I'll just be very transparent. I didn't want to need assistance using the restroom anymore. I didn't want to need assistance in some of the simple things because I knew my mom was going to have to help me with enough and I didn't want to have to subject her to that kind of help. So there was a part of me that was disappointed because I was still struggling to perform some of those tasks on my own. And there was this thought of not being right across the hall from Jason anymore. There was this comfort that I had in being close to him. I could hear whenever the bell went off for his room, being around the nurses 24-7, I could get updates on how he was doing. There was this excitement and grief at the same time. The true definition of bittersweet. This was obviously just another miracle, something that we weren't even expecting, but God just decided to do for us anyway. And Maya, when she... When she arrived a couple days earlier, her and her mom went shopping for me beforehand. And thank goodness they did because it was a surprise that I was getting discharged. So my mom hadn't been able to go shopping or get anything. And Maya and her mom, Lucia, got flip-flops and sunglasses and a couple pairs of shorts and tank tops, some dresses and a big hat for me and undergarments. So they had all the basics down for me, which is just what I needed. Otherwise, I would have been walking across the street in a hospital gown because I had nothing. So again, uh, just another, another area where the Lord just provided. This overall was such a surprising, wonderful day. It was a fun day. It created so many memories. Overall, it was a great day for Jason. We needed that because the next day coming up is discharge day. Maya heads back to Minnesota and it is surgery number two for Jason. Really big day. Really important that it goes well. 
So make sure that you come back for episode eight, day nine, discharge day in the burn unit. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and I look forward to having you back next time. Take care, guys.